Hi there, this is Mental Strength, a podcast to help us deal with all things mental health. I'm your host, Tawano Randall, a 500 level advanced yoga instructor. Whether you're joining in, taking part, or simply listening, welcome. So this week I just want to talk about something called duality. Now the Collins Dictionary describes it as a situation in which two opposite ideas or feelings exist at the same time. You know, think of it like night and day or something extreme as ice being so cold that it burns you. But before we talk about that, um, I just want to get into some personal stuff and just give you a little perspective and maybe something more on, as always, mental health. Now, first, I just need to state that I by no means am a professional when it comes to mental health. And everything I discuss in this podcast is really just personal experience, much of which is very recent, which led to the creation of this podcast. And I wish I'd had a friend that talked about these things, mental health and everything, you know, just being able to realize that there are triggers, even though you may not at the point, at the time, realize that something is a trigger, but then eventually you will wake up to it and be like, oh, wow, okay, fine, that was that was it, you know. And I'm saying this because if it's coming from a friend, it's then easier to get into a conversation about it without any stigma attached, without any connotations to it. It's basically just a conversation. And from there, you start to learn a lot more. And, you know, you even start to analyze your own life and how you deal with situations if it's something that stems from something else. Basically, it just helps you out. Now, I'm talking about this and I'm mentioning this because it's a fact that many suffer in silence and more so men because there's this thing of toughen up, you know, men don't cry, boys don't cry. And the truth is, there's so many contributing factors such as not knowing that you're actually suffering because, you know, boys don't cry. Or realizing that you do suffer and not knowing who to talk to because, well, boys don't cry. And it all seems, you know, just so irrational at the point when you're going through it, you know, when you're experiencing something, it seems very irrational. Another thing is yourself 
previously having had this notion of of the said irrationality, you know, not wanting to come out as being hypocritical to your friends or to people in general. And another factor is just not being ready to talk about it if you do know about these things. And all of this I completely understand. I, I really do. You know, I resonate with so much of it. And like I said, I speak from, or well, I'm trying to speak from personal experience and things that I have been through, things that I am going through. And hopefully, you know, I become that friend, whether we are friends or not. I become that friend that helps you to start to talk about these things or to at least help you to realize if you are going through something or if someone else is going through those things and you can just help them or listen or just let them know that you are there for them. I actually had my first anxiety attack recently. And I say my first because the feeling that I felt that day, I really have felt it before. It's just right now I've accepted that it was an anxiety attack. I just can't remember specifics from the past, but I definitely have felt it. And for me, the trigger was, and this is going to sound crazy, it was actually realizing that I want to get married, I want to have children. However, due to past trauma, I all of a sudden had such a crippling fear of not being able to be good enough, you know, not a good enough parent or good enough husband. And looking back at the moment when I had this anxiety attack, I know it is so silly and it was silly. But like I said earlier, these things become irrational. And I'm saying irrational because I know for a fact I'm going to be a good husband and a good dad and I will work my ass off to be the best at it. It's just that in that moment, I didn't know what to do with those feelings that I had. I didn't know who to talk to openly about it or how to even begin the conversation. It's unbelievable. I have a fear of snakes. I, if I look at one, I can't move. I remember when I was a child, I saw a snake in my aunt's garden. All I could do was stand and scream from the bottom of my lungs and just scream snake. But I was standing right in front of it and it was at eye level. Instead of running away, I just stood there. Again, irrational fear. 
because I could have just turned around and ran. So let me not digress too much because I, I do that a lot. Let's get back to this topic of duality. So over the last two months, or I think it's been two months and a bit, I tried to deal with this realization that, you know, I was suffering from anxiety. And this is on top of having ADHD, depression, and also now being diagnosed with, with anxiety. It, it was really tough. You know, you've got all these things happening all at once and so much more happening. You know, thyroid thyroid issues which mess up my hormones and it becomes a chemical imbalance in the body, in the brain. It was just a lot. And it seemed as though nothing was working because I was trying so hard, trying my absolute best to deal with it. And it seemed as though the more I tried to deal with it, the worse it got. So I took a moment and I've been doing introspection for the last couple of, well, about two weeks. And one day I was sitting and I acknowledged and accepted that I wasn't in a good space. I wasn't trying to feel good. I wasn't trying to be better. I was just accepting that I wasn't in a good space. And accepting that I was constantly fearful. To say I wasn't happy may be a lie. Because there are always moments of happiness. Even in dark times. There will be momentary you know, spaces where you actually do feel happy. And it's funny, when I accepted this and stopped trying, it was as if a veil had been lifted. I stopped being hard on myself. I stopped blaming other people. And most importantly, I stopped blaming myself Instantly, I felt myself enter a good space. Not just a perceived reality of a good space, but an actual and truly good space. So as I said in this podcast, we're going to work with duality and we're going to do a quick exercise in meditation just to put things into perspective and for this one you will need to lie down because you want to actively seek that passive moment that moment of not doing So as I said, lie down and take a moment to get comfortable. Whether you're lying down on the mat, on the floor, 
on your bed, on the couch, just lie down. Arms out to the side with no part of your arm touching your torso. Palms facing up. Just take a moment to shrug your shoulders towards your ears and take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, sigh it out through the mouth and reach your hands towards your feet. And then allow your arms and your shoulders to completely relax as you release everything. Allowing your feet to flop to the sides. If your eyes are still open, closing into your eyes. Take a moment to observe your breath. Feel your navel rise and fall with each inhale and each exhale. Observing the space between the eyebrows and relaxing it. Observing the space behind the eyelids. Relaxing the muscles of the face and unclenching your jaw. Allow the muscles of the neck and the shoulders to relax. Allow your arms to relax. Let your breath flow freely. Soften your abdomen and relax the hips. Soften the space behind the knees, allowing your feet to flop to the sides. Let your fingertips curl up if they want to curl up. And just take a moment to observe doing nothing and just being. Imagine that you could observe yourself lying down on the mat. Looking at yourself lying down on the floor, on the bed, on the couch. Just observe yourself. Now as you release all effort, observe the duality of allowing your entire body to be heavy and yet 
feeling so light, it's as if you could float. Relax your whole body. Let yourself be that dead weight. And as you release, as you relax, notice how you let go of so much. Notice how with each exhale, you feel so light. As you allow yourself to enter the space of lightlessness, or feeling so light, Observe this lightness in the body. Observe how the breath flows more freely. Observe how you really are just able to let go. and be in the space of nothingness. Release all effort. Allow yourself to just be.
Now start to bring your awareness back to the space around you. Start to take deeper sips of breath. Bring back the sensation of touch as you take your thumb across each fingertip and wiggle into your toes, bringing back movement as you roll into your wrists in one direction and then the other. Bringing your feet to touch and reaching your arms overhead. Taking an inhale as you stretch from the fingers to the toes. Open your mouth and sigh it out as you exhale. Once more, inhale, reach and stretch. And exhale, sigh it out. Hug your knees into your chest and rock from side to side. Releasing both knees to one side and using your arms as a pillow for your head. Keeping your eyes closed. You can either come to sit up, that's if you're not in bed, bring your palms to touch at your heart center, and as you exhale, soften chin to chest, giving yourself gratitude for taking some time just to observe nothingness, observe acceptance. Thank you very much for taking this time to practice with me and to listen to me. Thanks for sharing your amazing energy and thanks for accepting mine. I appreciate you. Blinking your eyes open.